Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, April 24th. Let's start with what you missed over the last week. Then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. All right. So, hey, y'all, we're going to start, as we always do, with some baseball. So the Angels beat the Royals on Sunday with three straight home runs by Taylor Ward, Mike Trout, and Shohei Otani in the sixth inning. Now, while that's the good news, Angels rookie center Logan Hope is out for four to six months with a shoulder injury, and that's the bad news. So Angels have had quite a up and down Sunday. Um, both the news of Oh Hope came out Sunday as well as he was originally placed on just the 10-day injured list, um, injured reserve list, and then obviously the Angels won on Sunday. So an up and down day for them. Pirates infielder Drew Maggi is 33 years old, and he finally got the call, the call up to the majors. He was playing on the AA team when he got the news that he will be playing on the highest level. He has played 1,155 games across 13 minor league series. He was selected by the Twins in 2021 and picked up by them, but never ended up playing a game. He was drafted by the Diamondbacks in 2008, then decided not to go with them, went to Arizona State, and then played for college baseball for Arizona State. Then he was picked up by the Pirates in the 2010 MLB draft and has since then bounced around until this past week. Oh my gosh, so lots going on in the NBA as we have round one is officially obviously not started. It started technically last week, but it has continued and we have had one sweep this week and that was the Embiid-less 76ers over the Nets. The Philly team won all four games and is done and just chilling until the next round because this is a best of seven. The closest game in the series was game three by five points. That was their closest win and the easiest win was game one by 20. The Suns are close to putting it away. The Clippers leading their series 3-1, although Westbrook was had a 37-point score to be the top scorer in the game 
on Sunday. Then the Heat and the Lakers have both taken a two to one lead in their series against the Bucks and the Grizzlies, respectively. Those two series were evened out in game two, but then those teams took the lead at the end of the week. The Warriors won last night to even up their series with the Kings. They won by a single point, 126 to 125. So that series is getting really good. The Knicks are up 3-1 to one after Sunday night's win. Same for the Celtics, who are now over the Hawks 3-1 to one after Sunday night's win as well. That game was also high scoring, 129-121. to 121. And then the final game on Sunday was the Nuggets-Timberwolves game four, which went into overtime after the Timberwolves had a terrible fourth quarter, only scoring 16 points. Didn't end up mattering, though, because they won the game in overtime. However... That is their only win so far as the Denver team currently sit at three and one in the series. So that could have been the only other sweep that we would have had in the round one of the NBA playoffs. But alas, the Timberwolves hold on in overtime to take that into game five. We do have a little bit of college football news this week as the big winner of all the spring games no matter what attendance tells you, was Colorado because their spring game this year was sold out and they had about 50,000 people in attendance along with and their next year's like this this year's season tickets are also sold out. Quite a comparison to last year when you could literally just see for miles. <laughs> there was almost no one there. However, as of today, a lot of players, I believe it was 11, declared for the transfer portal. Can't say I'm super surprised there as um, their coach basically came in and cleaned house. Also, Oklahoma dedicated another Heisman statue this weekend, this one to Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. The statue was unveiled at the spring game with plenty of former football players in attendance, including Baker Mayfield, who got his statue last year. Moving along to NFL, and the NFL draft is this week. It begins on Thursday. More on that in what to watch this upcoming week. But the top five picks are the Carolina Panthers, then the Texans, the Cardinals, the Colts, and the Seahawks. And we know the top two teams are both looking for a new franchise quarterback. So tune in on Thursday to see who goes where. Also, in kind of a negative note, four Lions players and a commander's defensive end have been suspended for violating the league's policy on betting. Two Lions players and the commander player are suspended indefinitely for actually betting on NFL games specifically. The Lions dismissed their two players, and yet the other two that are involved apparently did not bet on NFL games, so their suspension is only six games each. I am sure we will hear more about this in the next upcoming days. And also, it is finally official as of today. The Jets are officially getting quarterback Aaron Rodgers from the Packers. It dropped literally on air, so pretty crazy as far as that goes. Moving along to golf, Davis Riley and Nick Hardy, you may not recognize their names and you probably shouldn't because they were last minute additions to the Zurich Classic, but they're sure glad they decided to play because the two took home their first PGA Tour titles. The pair was three shots behind the leaders going into Sunday, but birdied four of the last six holes for a two shot victory. Their total score of 30 under par, which was 258 shots, was actually one better than last year's champs, which was 
names you might recognize, Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay. They were in the mix actually going into Sunday, but ultimately got fourth. Now, the pair of Bo Hostler and Wyndham Clark were atop the leaderboard for the first three days, but finished with a 100-par round, and that made them three shots back of the lead. They started one shot ahead before Sunday's round. Riley's best finish before this was a playoff loss to Sam Burns at the 2022 Valspar Championship, and Hardy's was a tied for fifth at the Sanderson last year. So nicely nicely done, boys. And then it was also not only NBA playoffs, but we have begun the Stanley Cup playoffs. Unlike the NBA, though, we have had no one secure their spot into the next round as of yet, and there will be no sweeps in the first round. The Stars evened up their series against the Wild by taking Sunday night's game, as did the Oilers with their overtime win on Sunday. The Kings started out hot, scoring three points in the first period before the Oilers did the same in the second. They both scored a, scored a, a point apiece to take the game into overtime before, obviously, ultimately, the Oilers won. The Bruins lead 3-1, to one, as do the Hurricanes over the Islanders. In a weird coincidence, every game on Saturday led to the series being 2-1, to one, and three games went into overtime. The Golden Knights uh, were winning 4-1 to one into the third period before they let the Jets score three in the final period to take the game into OT. The Vegas t- team did get the W in the end, though. And then the Maple Leafs and the Lightning both scored two in the first period before going into overtime where the Maple Leafs won. The Devils and the Rangers both scored a single goal, both in the second period. The Devils win in overtime, but still trail that series one to two. And then the Avalanche scored six times, including two in 90 seconds in their regular time win over the Kraken on Saturday. So it has been a crazy first round of Stanley Cup playoffs, a lot closer than the NBA, although the NBA is not doing so bad. They've only had one sweep, but that's a lot of overtime games already in round one. Moving along to Olympic sports, and we have to say farewell to Mo Farah, who has announced that the London Marathon that took place over the week over the past weekend is likely to be his final marathon as he is set to retire this year. He has competed in front of the home crowd three times, with third being his best result. This past weekend was his final time, and he got ninth. He did say as he crossed the line, he wanted to cry, as he is a true hero in the sport of long-distance running. Um, It's a truly amazing story. If you don't know his story, he was actually human trafficked over to the UK to run, and then um, he has since been knighted. So sticking with Summer Olympic sports, Russia's... Yevgenia Jikunova broke the world record in the 200-meter breaststroke with a time of 2 minutes and 17 seconds and 55 on the first day of Russian championships on Friday. The previous record was set in the Tokyo Olympics final by Republic of South Africa Schoenmacher with a time of 2.18.95. TBD if Chunikova will be allowed at Worlds as Russia and Belarus are currently banned. Her record will undergo the steps to be approved and verified. 
Sticking with swimming, Katie Grimes successfully defended her 10K Open Water National Championship at just the age of 17. She won by 15 seconds and earned a spot to compete at Worlds this summer. That completes what happened over the last week. Now let's go over what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. Starting, as always, with the MLB. On Monday, tonight, catch the A's at the Angels at 8.38. You can't make that up on Fox Sports 1. Then another game won't be televised until Friday when you can catch the Phillies at the Astros at 7.10 and the Cardinals at the Dodgers at 9.10. Both of those are actually on Apple TV+. Saturday, you can either catch the Braves at the Mets or the Cubs at the Marlins at 3.05 on Fox, followed by the Cardinals at the Dodgers at 8.10 on Fox Sports 1. Sunday, you can catch the Cubs at the Marlins at 11.05 on Peacock, and then finishing out the week is the Phillies at the Astros at 6 p.m. on ESPN. In the college side of baseball and softball, we've got a bunch, actually, of ranked versus ranked games on TV this week. Starting Monday, today, softball, number 14, Florida, versus number 4, Tennessee, at 6 p.m. on SEC Network. Followed tomorrow by two ranked versus ranked baseball matchups, starting with number 10, Coastal Carolina, versus number 2, Wake Forest, at 5 p.m. on ACC, to be followed by number 12, Louisville, at number 13, Kentucky, at 6 on ACC. SEC Network. Wednesday, again, back-to-back baseball. So number 10, Coastal Carolina, plays Wake Forest, number two, again, at noon on ESPNU, followed by number 12, Louisville, versus number 13, Kentucky, at six on ESPNU. Thursday, Louisville has a big week, y'all, because Thursday, number 17, Miami, visits number 12, Louisville, at six on ACC Network. Then on Friday, number 22, UCLA versus number nine, Stanford at nine on ESPNU. Saturday then brings a pair of softball matchups, starting with number 15, LSU versus number 13, Alabama at one on ESPN two, followed by another ranked first ranked matchup in the SEC, number four, Tennessee at 12, Arkansas at four on ESPNU. Then on Sunday, we get a little bit of both. So starting with softball, number 15, LSU versus 13, Alabama at 1130 on ESPN so catch that on mainstream channels then followed by number four Tennessee versus number 12 Arkansas at 12 at ESPN 2 and then baseball number 13 Kentucky versus number four Vandy at 2 p.m. on SEC Network all right so we're going to start going through the NBA playoffs so bear with me because this is going to be a lot of information today Monday in the east game four the Bucks at the heat at 630 on TNT remember Miami leads that series two to one and then in the west game four Grizzlies at the Lakers at nine also on TNT the Lakers lead two to one. Tuesday, we begin Game 5s in the East. Hawks at the Celtics at 6.30 on TNT. Boston leads 3-1. to one. In the West, the Timberwolves at the Nuggets at 8 on NBA TV. Denver leads that 3-1. to one. And then in the West, the Clippers at the Suns at 9 on TNT. And Phoenix leads 3-1. to one. Wednesday in the East, Game 5, Knicks at the Cavs at 6 on NBA TV. New York leads 3-1. to one. The Lakers at the Grizzlies at 6.30 on TNT, followed by the Heat at the Bucks at 8.30 on NBA TV. And finally in the West, the Warriors at the Kings at 9 on TNT. Remember that series is tied 2-2. Two to two. 
Thursday's game sixes are all if necessary. So we have the Nuggets at the Timberwolves at TBD on TBD. Then the Suns at the Clippers and the Celtics at the Hawks. Again, all of those are at TBD on TBD. Friday is exactly the same thing. Those are going to be rounding out the rest of game sixes. The, and again, if necessary. So the Grizzlies at the Lakers, the Kings at the Warriors, the Bucks at the Heat, and the Cavaliers at the Knicks. On Saturday, these are all if necessary. We will wrap up round one this weekend. So Saturday, if necessary, in the West, game seven, Timberwolves at the Nuggets at TBD on TNT. Then also the Clippers at the Suns at TBD on TNT. And the Hawks at the Celtics at TBD on TNT in the East. On Sunday, again, rounding it out and finishing every round one matchup in the West, the Lakers at the Grizzlies and then the Warriors at the Kings and then the East, the Heat at the Bucks and the Knicks at the Cavaliers. Again, these are all if necessary and all at TBD time on TBD channel. We do have actually some football to watch this week as well as we obviously I know I talked about and touched on that we have the NFL draft. You can catch that on Thursday at 7 p.m. on ESPN or ABC. Same goes for Friday. The next day will be at 6 on ESPN and ABC. Saturday, catch the draft at the last day of the draft that's televised at 11 a.m. on ESPN and ABC. Then followed by two USFL games. So the New Orleans Breakers... At Birmingham at 11.30 on USA, followed by the Memphis Showboats at the Houston Gamblers at 6 on Fox. Then you have the XFL South Championship. So as of last week, that was the last regular season week of the XFL season. So this is now the championship round, and then we'll have the actual championship game to determine who wins the league next week. So Actually, I think it's next week, but the XFL South will be played on Saturday. The Arlington Renegades at the Houston Roughnecks. If you are like, wait, didn't they just play? That is completely accurate. And the Arlington Renegades got completely destroyed. Um, Houston Roughnecks have done extremely well, minus losing the last three games with the exception of Sunday. And that game will be at 6 p.m. on ESPN 2. On Sunday, the USFL Pittsburgh Maulers at the Philadelphia Stars at 11 a.m. on NBC, followed by the XFL North Championship, which will, which will be Seattle at the D.C. Defenders at 2 on ESPN. And then the final USFL game, the New Jersey Generals at the Michigan Panthers at 3 on Fox. This week for the PGA, we have... The Mexican Open at Vedanta round one will be played on Thursday at 3.30 on Golf Channel, followed by round two on Friday at the same time. Saturday, the Mexican Open round three will begin at one on Golf Channel and then switch over to CBS at two and then same on Sunday for the final round. All right, hold on to your hats as we also have another complicated uh, scheduling as I'm going to go through the Stanley Cup playoffs to round out round one as well so today monday in the east these are all game fours the devils at the rangers at six on espn the rangers lead two to one the maple leafs at the lightning at 6 30 on tbs toronto leads two to one the west golden knights at the jets at 8 30 on espn and vegas leads two to one and in the west as well the avalanche at the kraken at nine on tbs colorado leads two to one sensing a pattern here 
On Tuesday, we begin game fives. The Islanders at the Hurricanes at six on ESPN. Carolina leads three to one. The West, the Wild at the Stars at seven on TBS. That series is tied to two. And then rounding out the West, the Kings at the Oilers at 830 on ESPN. LA leads two to one. Wednesday, rounding out, actually not rounding out game five. So game five is just two on Wednesday. The East, the Panthers at the Bruins at six on ESPN. Boston leads two to one. And in the West, the Kraken at the Avalanche at 830 on ESPN. Now round five or game five gets rounded out on Thursday. The Lightning at the Maple Leafs at six p.m. on TBS then the Rangers at the Devils at 630 on ESPN 2 and the Jets at the Golden Knights at 9 also on ESPN 2 Friday we begin if necessary games except for the last one because in the east we've got game six Bruins at the Panthers at TBD on TBD all of them will be that way in the east the Hurricanes at the Islanders and the Avalanche at the Kraken all of those are game sixes at TBD on TBD and if necessary, until the last game of the night, which is the Stars at the Wild. Then on Saturday, all if necessary, it, all game sixes. In the West, the Oilers at the Kings and the Golden Knights at the Jets. And then in the East, the Maple Leafs at the Lightning and the Devils at the Rangers. Again, all at TBD time on TBD channel. And then Sunday, if necessary, starting game sevens. In the East, the Panthers at the Bruins and the Islanders at the Hurricanes. And then the West, the Kraken at the Avalanche and the Wild at the Stars. Again, at TBD on TBD. And then we will round out round one on Monday. Formula One returns on Sunday with the Azerbaijan GP. That will be at 6 a.m. on ESPN. We actually have no Olympic sports that I could find on TV this weekend at all. And then, of course, we do have some soccer games. And we do have a CONCACAF um, at Philadelphia Union at the LF. LAFC at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Then we've got a bunch of Premier League games. And rounding out the weekend is the MLS game Minnesota U versus FC Dallas at 8 on Fox Sports 1. That wraps it up for me this week. We've got a lot going on with the Stanley Cup playoffs and NBA, so I'm trying to keep you up to date. Check the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, for those times, as I know there was a lot of TBD on TBD. So, Keep updated with the blog, and I will catch you all next week.